0: In today's world, technology has become an integral part of our daily lives, and that is the same for the church. So with so many different tools available, it can be overwhelming to figure out which tools are a right fit for you and your church. In this episode, we will highlight some of our favorite tools and discuss how you can use them in your church to streamline communication, create impactful content, and engage with your community.
1: That's right. Hey there, Church Communicator. Welcome to the Church Juice Podcast, where we are energizing church communications one 20-minute episode at a time. Whatever your title or role is at your church, this show is designed and dedicated to give you the the communication tools, resources, and community that you need to be successful. My name is Brian Haley. I'm the producer of Church Juice, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, who is awesome, Jeanette Yates. (laughs) Hey, Jeanette.
0: Hey, I'm excited about what we're going to talk about today because I have been all in the tools this week. And yeah. so it's on my mind and I'm, you know, so I'm all jazzed up because I tried a bunch of new things. So I can't wait to talk about
1: them. <laughs> well, I think that people ask all the time, like, what do you use for this? Or how do you organize your files or, you know, whatever. So this episode is really us just going through and listing some of our mm-hmm. favorite tools that we use and why we like them or why a church communicator like you, as you're watching or listening, might use these or how you might use them. So this also kind of piggybacks off of last week's episode a little right. bit where we talked about time management. So we're going to talk about some of the tools that we use to help with time management, but also some other communication applicable tools. So we'll talk about project management, we'll talk about team communication, we'll talk about social media, maybe even like file management and things like that. I've gotten that mm-hmm. question lately. So let's just let's just dive in and start talking about what we use. Let's start with project management. A lot of churches use either just a to-do list, pen and paper or post-it notes, but one question that I do receive a lot is how to organize projects, get the staff or team or even if it's just yourself get Get yourself organized so that you can manage, you know, even big picture down to the granular details of mm-hmm. what you're doing for any given project or any given week, really. So I'll let you talk about what you use because we both use two different tools for project yes. management, um, and I'll tell you what I what I use and why, yeah, why I like it. Okay. So start with Monday.
0: So I w- I do want to say for churches, for those of you watching and listening, listen. You know, we always talk about in the church, like the silo, like there's silos where one ministry is doing their own thing and one ministry is doing their, and it's very hard sometimes, especially for that church communicator. Well, one of the things a project management tool can do for you is to put everybody on the same page, like literally on the same digital page. (laughs) And so it's really, really important to start thinking about trying to implement one of these tools. Mm -hmm. So at my job, We use monday.com for all of our project management and some of those, you know, it's long story short, there's some boards, let's say, so the marketing team may have a board that has all of our projects in it. Now, if you think of it like a digital to-do list, there's, you know, it's like all of our to-do lists are in there. So my to-do list, my colleague that works on graphics is in there the person that's the working on YouTube is in there but we can all see each other's projects. So when we're collaborating on something, we already kind of know where to go. Like, oh, I want to I, I need to collaborate with the person on YouTube because I'm on social, right? I want to make sure that we're doing. So sometimes there's two separate blocks or they call them groups in there on that same board. So it's one long, you know, you're just scrolling. But we're able to see what each other is doing and then we can collaborate very easily. And that's what I really like about it. Now, I will say if you're the only person using Monday, it's not going to work unless you just are like, I need to manage my own projects and I don't care if anybody's using it, then it will work for you. But if you're like, (laughs) if you're trying to make other people using it and they're not, it's, it doesn't manage the project very well. But if you're right. able to say, this is the tool I'm using, and this is what we're going to use, and this is this is the way it's going to be, if you are able to do that, I highly, highly recommend something like monday.com.
1: You know, there are, there are two ways to use the project management tools. You know, right. if you're a one-man shop or a one-person shop, then you can use these tools. Great. If you're trying to collaborate and get everyone, you know, kind of in sync on a project or whatever, then you really do need the buy-in of the rest of your team. Uh, No matter what tool you use, whether it's a to-do list or not, you know, whatever tool that you're using to to manage the project, you have to have the buy-in of the whole team you know, with anything that you use, the more you use it, the more useful it is. So absolutely. One thing that I love about Monday is how visual it is. Yes. Um, very pretty. You know, just, yeah, (laughs) it looks very nice. It's clean. The colors are bold and big and it's just, it's a very visual way to organize tasks and projects and even things that aren't necessarily tasks, but, you know, resources or contacts that you just want to keep organized in a place. Essentially, Monday is a glorified spreadsheet, right? Right, right. Or a ton of glorified spreadsheets. So another tool that you could use that I know Jeanette, you and I both Mm -hmm. use quite a bit is Google Sheets or Excel or whatever, but Google Sheets and spreadsheets are a great way to, to organize your projects that you don't have to spend any money on if you already have Google. Um, So it could be a way for you to, you know, kind of organize some of those projects. You know, Google has even made updates to its to its spreadsheets lately, where you can, you know, just like the drop down menus and you can tag different cards in them. Um, yes. So it's kind of evolving into something that is more useful for project management too. But that's an easy tool that spreadsheets have been around for decades. Right. Uh, so you can manipulate them and make it look and work the way that you want it to work. So that could also be a solution, right?
0: Well, and there are ways to make spreadsheets look fantastic. Like some of my colleagues, we have Like, I'll go into their Google Sheet and it won't even look like a Google Sheet. It won't even look like a spreadsheet. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is gorgeous. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you right now, I can't do that. But if you're just like, I need to have this stuff organized. It does not have to be pretty, which may be where you need to start. Just go with your spreadsheet, Google Sheets, Excel, whatever, and just get the information out there. We talked about that in the last episode. Like, you have all that stuff in your head that you have to do, put it on a list, right? Right that's really how we use Google Sheet, Sheets a lot. I was telling you before we hit records, so I'll tell the story really quickly. But the other day I was, I had this big idea and I was t- telling my colleague, I was like, oh, this would be so great if we did this. And I'm just telling a story, y'all, like I do. And the whole time she's just sitting there like this. And I'm like, does she hate it? Does she let, what's, you know, what's happening? And what she was doing is all the things that I just thought I was telling a story, I was casting a vision, she was putting in a spreadsheet. So by the time we had that 15 minutes, minute meeting over, we had a spreadsheet that then we could go forward with that project. Isn't that great?
1: It's always good to have that balance of friends and coworkers the one super creative or imaginative or visionary, and then the one who's like, yeah, I can put this in a spreadsheet. I can do this as we're talking.
0: Right. Yeah. I see it as a big cloud. She sees it as a spreadsheet. So,
1: Right. The project management tool that I use and we use at Church Juice and Reframe is is Asana. And I love Asana. I've been using it for you know, six years or whatever, it is grouped by projects. So it's easy to, you know, to visualize what, what needs to be done, where you're at with different stages. There's Different ways that you can organize your content and things like that, and so it's another one that you can try. the one The one downside, I guess, that I would say in Asana is that everything is a task. So ah. if something is not a task, it's still in Asana as a task. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. And I think both, yeah, both Asana and uh, Monday, you can like assign yourself things. Right. And then you know, I know in Monday, and I'm pretty sure I, I've used Asana before too. I like mm-hmm. I liked it as well. You could go think and say, just show me what I need to be doing this week. Yeah. Please just yep. show me.
1: <laughs> yep. <I laughs> because otherwise, in, the
0: spreadsheets can get overwhelming. Right. But I have a little tab that's like, oh, this is on your plate this week. You got to write yep. this blog post. You got to go to the, you know.
1: Yeah. So I organize my, I think it's even called my tasks, uh, that <laughs> section. I organize them in like, hey, these are quick, quick wins. These are some creative things that I need to do. These are things that I need to get done. These are things that I can schedule for later or you know, are coming up later. So even in, in that, in Asana, in your list of tasks, you can organize them in different ways that, that could be helpful to you. So, so there's a couple of project management tools that you could use to start getting those to-do lists online, organized, whatever. And if you have a larger team, great ways to collaborate with your team, assigning uh, tasks and due dates can have conversations in both Monday or Asana, you can have conversations with your team that's working on that or give status updates and keep track of things that way too. So those are, those are some of the project management tools that that we use. Let's talk about communication among your team. What do you guys use for team communication?
0: We use Slack and it is amazing. The thing that I love about Slack is it takes all of those text messages and group texts that you are probably sending right now with your ministry people, yep. <laughs> and it gets it out of your messages. So now your communi- your, instead of opening up your messages app, you can open up Slack, and you can create different channels. And I don't know like how the pricing works or what the deal it like how many channels you can have, but... You know, you can have different channels for different ministries, for different things. So like it, in our Slack channels, we have, you know, the each team has their own channel. And then we have one that's, you know, for all, all the team. And that's where we celebrate birthdays and, and share stuff. And then, you know, we have different so that you can kind of focus the conversation based on what channel you're in. So it's right. not just this one big conversation. So you yeah. can kind of, I need an answer about this. I need to talk to this team member. And then, of course, you can have DMs, too. Going yeah. back to messaging, you can message individual individual members as well. So, again, you're you're taking that kind of out of your personal messages. Right. <laughs> and, of course, for me, I have it on my phone, but I also have it on my Mac. I, I don't know what we would do without it. What about yeah.
1: y'all? Yeah. We use Slack, too. And I think I was actually part of a church when we first moved to, to Grand Rapids, a smaller church, you know, 150 people or something like that, where because I was using Slack, I was like, Hey, this is an awesome tool. Why doesn't our leadership use it to communicate? Mm-hmm. Because we don't need our communication to be synchronous. So we don't need to fill people's inboxes either. They actually got like most of the church to start using Slack because Amazing. it's a, it's easy <laughs> if you're using it for work or for other things. So you can use it not just for your staff or whatever, um, you know, your leadership. But you could involve different ministry leaders, different, mm-hmm. you know, volunteers, things like that to communicate with them. One question that I get a lot or statement, I guess, is just the idea of adding another tool. And so one thing that I think is important, if you have a little bit of a larger staff or a larger leadership team, Slack is a great way for you to add in more communication. Yes, it is another tool, but it is, like you mentioned, it is taking some messages that are work-related or ministry-related away from your personal phone or your right. personal messages, um, taking it away from that so that, again, that, that work-life balance is helpful. And you're in ministry, I understand that people are bombarding your phone all the time with messages, But when you have conversations about specific projects, specific ministries, events, whatever, you have a a channel in Slack for that. And that can be a great way for you to communicate without adding more emails or phone calls or text messages to people because when they are focused on that, then they can collaborate and communicate in that tool. So I think that Slack is a great tool, no matter what size your staff is, really, because there's so many ways that you can use it and communicate it. And if you're using it with lay leaders, they might be using it at work too. So it's just yes. easier to to get people to, to use it for church too.
0: So while you were talking, as soon as you said, people are like, one more thing, like no yeah. thanks. Yeah. It made me think of, and it's so cool that we're talking about Slack because I have heard Michael Hyatt talk about the growth mindset, which I think we also mentioned on la- the last episode. <laughs> <It> did. <laughs> And he, the story he shares about like why it's important to have a growth mindset or an experimental mindset is because you don't have, like trying something new doesn't mean you have to stick with it forever.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. So in the story he tells, he's talking about when his team first started using Slack. Like he was (laughs) anti-slack. He was like, no thanks. Yeah. But, you know, he decided, you know what, we're going to do it. We're going to give it a shot. We're going to go all in. So... We're all going to agree to be on board for X amount of time and then we're going to see what happens. And then, you know, we either like it and we stay with it or we don't. And then at the end of this block of time, so not, I tried it once, I don't understand it, I'm out. But we, you know, at the end of this block of time, we can make a decision if we want to keep trying or if we want to get rid of it. And so I think that is an, whether we're talking about Slack or any of these other tools that we're talking about, having an experimental mindset, having that growth mindset of like, I want to, you know, what what, what we're doing now is not working.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Messages are getting lost. I'm My <laughs> texts are blowing up all the time. I don't want this. We've got to try something different. Then try something different. And then right. if it doesn't work, you can try something different again.
1: Alternatives to Slack. If you're using Google, Google has its mm-hmm. own chat. It might be called Google Chat. I really oh, don't remember sure and then if you use microsoft microsoft teams is kind of the microsoft version right. of slack a little bit mm-hmm. so those are tools that you know if you're already using that suite you may be able to incorporate those but yeah like you were just saying if you know your communication or your collaboration whatever is broken then you're going to need to find some way to fix it so right. give it give a tool a try get people you know get people to buy in and be a part of that like anything and yeah you may find that slack or whatever you use solves a lot of your communication issues all right so next let's talk about social media your favorite topic so you mentioned before we started recording that that you use some tool that i've never even heard of Um, but for most churches you know i think there are a few ways that you can schedule out or design or whatever when you're managing social media and that content so let's start with the design work so when we're creating posts What do you use for social media?
0: So when I was working with my church, Canva was like just starting to be a thing. And I did the best I could with my limited skills and their templates that (laughs) work great. If you're not a very techie person, then something like Canva that has, there's a couple more alternatives out there, but Canva does have a great nonprofit Mm -hmm. deal and all that kind of stuff. So it's a very easy way To create graphics. I also am not ashamed to say, I'm just gonna tell y'all, I used Word Swag. Have you ever heard of this app? It's literally like a little app that you can create quick images and it gives you a little. No, it's like you can create an image. And you know, so there's stock photos or you can upload your own and then put words over it or whatever.
1: Mobile app.
0: It's on your app. Yeah, it is an app on your phone. So I did use that. And then another thing, which isn't on here, but another thing for like gra- creation of graphics and stuff like that, that I used when I was literally like, I have, I know nothing is a uh, church Butler has a graphic design option, you know, similar to that t- type of template. And then also Sunday social is, was a, was a great, cause they are specifically geared toward both church Butler and Sunday social Orbit, like, Specifically geared toward creating content for churches. So in Sunday Social, you would go in and this they would be like, "This is what we have for this month. Here are yeah. scriptures. Here's the, and then like you could use those or or modify those and things like that." So Sunday Social, man, it got me through. It gave me some ideas and it helped me <clears throat> learn learn what to do.
1: Yeah, Sunday <laughs> Social is great. <laughs> yeah, they have made for you graphics for basically all the platforms. I think they even have like real reels and things mm-hmm. like that now too. They also have captions with each post, mm. suggestions for what to post each day yes. that line up, you know, if there's holidays, things like that too, or important dates. So Sunday social is a great, you know, mm-hmm. and always growing them. tool too. That was a great tool to, to add to our list. Canva has, I think has evolved in the oh, last yeah. few years to the point where now Adobe, Photoshop and all that, Adobe, the creator of that, Has made a like a Adobe version of Canva and trying to to you know
0: take (laughs) away some of that
1: market share or whatever. (laughs) So that's you know Canva's great and it's you can get the pro version for free as a nonprofit. Adobe has Express, which is another version. So if you've if you're used to using Adobe, you know maybe that's another option to quickly make. You know they have templates and things like that. But for scheduling, a lot of churches that I talk to either use. Just the native tools. So Facebook, right. you know, Facebook totally Business Manager whatever. And then uh, Buffer is another one that, that I hear quite often that churches use to help with scheduling. And so if you're looking for a way to like plan ahead and, you know, think ahead about how to schedule, when to schedule, you can use either one, like the native scheduler within each social media channel or use a tool like Buffer. And I think either way you can get analytics and it'll tell you the best time to post, things like that.
0: And using yeah. the native scheduler, I mean, it can be kind of a pain in the neck to use <laughs> what do they call it? Meta business suite or whatever, yeah. you know, the what yeah. whatever the tool is in there yeah. for Facebook. But if you have your Facebook and Instagram connected, then it really does make it easy to say, I'm I need to schedule this. And then one of the things that has happened to me is I use a scheduler that's that's not native. But if I have to edit a post, cause even with my best efforts, I sometimes there's an error. There's a typo or something, and I have to fix it. I can i it lets me go into the Creative studio and edit it natively, and gotcha. then it fixes it everywhere. it It's not all like once you get the hang of it, I'm sure if I've invested the time
1: yeah, <laughs> to right. learn
0: it. I'm sure I could. I, you know, like I said, but I think if if especially if you don't have a budget for another tool, there's there's some less expensive. But if you just want to start, like, I would love to schedule out something, <laughs> especially if you're doing our time management that we talked about last time, and you're like, I would yep. like to schedule out, then start start there, and then you can branch out as you get more managey of your time.
1: <laughs> All right, so those are some of our favorite tools, some of the things that we use or that we know of that churches use uh, on a daily, weekly, whatever basis. So I think that, you know, there's a lot here. We will provide this week, we'll provide some, some articles and different resources to go along with this episode to, to really dive into some of these these tools that we've talked about and some that we didn't even have time to get to I because I know that there are there are other areas that you are trying to find the right tool for as you you know figure out communications. So we'll add some more. If you have questions about a specific area or a specific tool, feel free to reach out to us. You can join our Facebook group and add a question there. You can just send us an email. However, we, you know, I would be more than happy to help you figure out your church's communication and how to take it to the next level. So, I hope that these resources that we talked about today were helpful. That you find something useful from them, and that it helps energize your church's communication.
0: We do like that at Church Jesus.
1: That's right. <laughs> Well, thank you for taking time out of your busy day today to listen to the Church Juice podcast, but listening is really just the start. To take today's topic to the next level and hear from other church communicators, head to the Church Juice Insiders Facebook group. You can find a link to our group along with all of today's show notes at churchjuice.com podcast.
0: The Church Juice Podcast is a listener supported production of Reframe Ministries, a family of programs designed to help you see your whole life reframed by God's gospel story. Church Juice is produced by Brian Haley, with post production by Minimal Media Company in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information about Church Juice, visit Churchjuice.com. For information on Reframe Ministries and our family of programs, visit ReframeMinistries.org.